Welcome to the rabbit hole. It is January 21st, 2021. My name is Tom. This is my wife, Cammie. Hi. We got a good one for you today. Scrolling through CBS News on their website, first thing that come up was words and a quote from Primula J. Paul. She's a congresswoman. Out of Washington State. So, let us go to this because you're going to want to hear this. This is funny. If there's anything... Uh, their stupidity is just simply amazing. She said she could not articulate how close our democracy came to being overthrown. And then she said, um, and we survived, but barely. Really? So let us <laughs> let us look at a couple things here really up close. Primula J. Paul is a representative for the state of Washington. She is in particular Seattle. So we will say we will not say that seattle has fallen anybody remembers that part but let us go back in time to the 10 times that there was violence in this capital of our nation war of 1812 washington dc was burned to the ground for most part the senate fights in 1856 and almost a gunfight in 1857 uh, in July 2nd, 1915, a former German professor left three sticks of dynamite to blow up the Senate chamber. Number four, the Veterans Revolt after World War I. We can make an entire podcast just off that one. Number five, the Weather Underground bombings by Bill Ayers in the early 1970s. Who can forget Mr. Bill? The Puerto, Rican, Puerto Rico separatists. In March of March 1st of 1954, five congressmen were shot. I don't think she was shot. I don't think she was even bombed. I don't think anybody got shot on the 6th, did they? Yeah, there was one oh, gal that got shot. Yeah. That's, but that's she in was question. A pro- she was a protester, wasn't she? She was one of them, but she was, that's still, that could be another podcast in itself. Okay. Uh, 1983, Senate bombings in the North Wing, uh, apparently over the invasion of Beirut and or the retaliation of Beirut and Grenada in July of 1988 two officers died when uh, somebody went to go shoot the Senate minority leader Tom DeLay and on September 11th the 2001 anthrax attacks and of course January 6th in 2021 now Primula J. Paul said that you know Trump incited the riots at the U.S. Capitol, and some of her verbiage is to be desired. He could not articulate how close our democracy came to being overthrown. Now, first, first off, broad, this isn't a democracy; it's a constitutional republic. <laughs> it's important to know the difference. And then one of her other quotes was, I don't know how to describe the inability and the unwillingness of my Republican colleagues to actually believe in truths and facts. Okay, let's go to the truth, all right, shall we? Your district of Seattle was captured by an enemy force, and you did 
Nothing. You did nothing about it. And you want to sit there and preach about insurrection at the U.S. Capitol? Really? Where did you get your education? Because you ought to go back and get your money back because you obviously didn't learn anything from history. And you know nothing about what real violence actually is. Oh my God. This broad was... She's amazing. For the people of Washington State, and particularly in Seattle, I feel for you. I do. I am. I don't know what else to say. I am at a loss for words. Pramila Jayapal, you win. You incumbents, we're going to have to take this Paranoia of the Week award and move it to a daily award. So for today, Pramila Jayapal, you win it. The Unique Paranoia of the Day award. It is. You are now the first incumbent for it. Congratulations. So taking the context of the congresswoman, who's kind of paranoid, she said it was a democracy. However, America is not built on democracy. It's built on a republic. So taking a look today at the Heritage Foundation article written June 19, 2020 by Bernard Dopsky, who is a Ph.D., America is a republic and not a pure democracy. The contemporary efforts to weaken our Republican customs and institutions in the name of greater equality thus run against the efforts by the American founders to defend our country from the potential access of Democratic majorities. It's kind of funny if you also look at CNN as they did a whole thing on uh, Mr. Biden and redoing the Oval Office. So... He put in busts and pictures of Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, all our founding fathers. But they focus on democracy. Our founding fathers did a republic. The reason why they don't want to use the word republic is because it refers to a republican. According to the creation of the American Republic, 1776 to 1787, by Gordon, Gordon S.W., on page 49, it says that Adams and countless other Americans in 1776 said they will convince any candid mind that there is no good government but what is Republican. Mic drop. On page 50, it furthermore goes on to say, since we seem to think that our radical brethren that caused all these problems and our conspiracy theorists really live in rural areas because we believe in tradition and a peaceful republic life, says that the royal life was celebrated not for its wild or natural beauty, but for its simplicity and repose to which, in fashion, virtuous men could retire after a lifetime of devotion to duty and country. It's not a democracy. It's a republic. Get your facts straight and your history straight. So, I don't know a lot about history. But ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, I don't know much about history, but I know more than the people who are running our government right now. Isn't that a scary thought? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Also on page 53 in part three, the public good, the sacrifice of the individual interest to the greater good of whole formed the essence of republicanism and comprehended for Americans the idealistic goal of their revolution. 
So we don't call it a republic because they don't like to call it a republic, which is the correct way to call it. They want to call it democracy. So our poor founding fathers that are sitting in that oval office are probably rolling over in their graves. So we'll go into uh, a book that I commonly refer to, and it's called The Miracle That Changed World, The 5,000-Year Leap. And uh, the author is inside the book. It doesn't really say, but I'll, I'll reveal the author here at the end. It says, what is left and what is right? It is extreme unfortunate Extremely unfortunate that the writers on political philosophy today have undertaken a measure of various issues in terms of political parties instead of political power. No doubt that the American founding fathers would have considered this modern measuring stick the most objectionable, even meaningless. So, this book is very interesting as it goes on and it goes into great detail and it tells you exactly how many amendments that were introduced before they actually narrowed it down to the original 10 so just to let you know so we're not um stealing anything from anybody uh both these books the first one's the creation of the american republic 1776 to 1787 and it is written by gordon s wood um he won quite a bit of awards for this book um and it was published in Williamsburg, Virginia. The 5,000-Year Leap, The 28 Great Ideas That Changed the World. I highly recommend this book. It's written by W. Cleon Skousen. This book is very, very in-depth. So the premise of both these books is to realize that throughout the inauguration, where they were talking about unity, throughout all the information that I'm seeing on CNN, MSNBC... Which has more letters than it has viewers. Yeah, they're all talking democracy. But ladies and gentlemen, our country was built on a republic. So let's get our information straight let's get our wording correct and then maybe somebody will actually believe what you're saying in our world in the conservative mindset and in the libertarian mindset words mean things we don't take the words lightly we pick the words that we want to say because we know what they mean our liberal brethren do not agree with that they believe that the constitution is a living document that it should be changed the constitution is not a living document it was written to curb bad human nature or bad mentality. Human, bad human mentality has been around since the dawn of time. That's what it was meant to curb because they knew that once people got in power, that they would be using that power against its own people. And that is happening today. So we need to go back to our history books, ladies and gentlemen. Start reading and start, for lack of a better word, because I am not a preacher, start preaching the correct historical information to people who either misunderstood when they were learning it or are misrepresenting the information or refused or refused correct but like i said um my husband is the historian i am not i i don't know a lot about history but I'm telling you, as I'm reading, the information that is being fed to me by our today's government is absolutely not what is written. And I am a person who is a fact checker. So if you're telling me it, I better be able to read it somewhere. Um, and I can't find it. In, in this book, in the 5,000 Year Leap, 
it talks about certain things like uh, you know certain principles and what made up the Constitution. One of the things that they bring up is without property rights, four things would occur. One would experience, like the above, would tend to completely destroy incentive for industrious person to develop and improve any more property. So let's look at that one. If you take a look, virtually any geographical map will show you the largest contingent of conservative people and conservative mindsets are those people that own property, businesses, and the alike. I ain't going to say it's the rule because there are exceptions to the rule. But what this, what this denotes is because they have such a big investment in it, they have a higher threshold to want to abide by the law so their property remains intact. So I think for tonight we've hit the bottom of the rabbit hole. We're both getting tired um, trying to edit this podcast. Uh, We're new to this game, so we're going to sign off for now. We wish you the best. Hope for the best. Keep the faith. Hold the line. Believe in yourself. Believe in the Constitution and believe that we are the change. You, I, all of us. We are the change. If we're going to make change, it's going to have to begin with us. we got to continue to keep it at a grassroots movement. What will protect you and your individual states is voting those people that are conservative in places of power in, the, in your state legislatures, in your city governments, because if you don't, you'll find out what happens, like, unfortunately, to the people in Michigan, Seattle, Washington, as we discussed earlier, just we got to keep staying with the grassroots movements because it starts at the grassroots. That's why they couldn't take us all down. And I simply wanted to just say good night. God bless. Take care. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your time. And remember that life is not always about work. It is about your family and your loved ones. God bless. And remember, like, share, and if you got any comments, Dad, go ahead and put them in there. We'll talk to you later from the rabbit hole.